This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Coming up next, we speak to Sister Ampo, um, and she'll be once again giving us a very important word. And I hope it will touch you as it always does. It's 16 minutes after 8. Spiritual Wellness. It's 8.21 and we get into spiritual wellness. We touched on it in our previous interview as well, where we speak about, you know, the importance of God in your life and moving forward, but also being able to invite him into everything that you do. Mpomutibele. I think I'm going to get into trouble, right? One of these days, because you're not actually Mutibele anymore, right? Just remind me the surname again. Rachagole. Rachagole. I must write it down. Deniko and I must work together to write it down. Mpo Rachagole is in studio. Um, she's a preacher and motivational speaker. You know her. You know her. She has spoken to us before. And today we speak about the kind of company that you keep in your miracle room. Um, or actually just in your space. Right? The kind of company that you keep in your space. Um, morning, Mpo. Good morning. Good morning, family. I feel like I've said morning already. Like... <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> so what does the Word of God say, Sister Paul, when we speak about the kind of company that we keep in our space, the kind of company that we keep in, you know, especially this, like I've got a very small circle of people, but yeah. what does the Word of God say about the kind of people that we keep within our own spaces? Look, um, one would rush and go into the word that says um, bad company would always corrupt good character, mm-hmm. right? Um, But the perspective I want us to take this morning is completely different. It's not about how people influence you as Upilim Piloyako, but it's more of how they impact you in accordance to your faith. Mm -hmm. So what the word of God has taught us over time is that um, even when Jesus was about to do something, you know, he would select that small group you're alluding to, Mm -hmm. you know, that small group would be his people who understood what he was about to do. Whereas other people maybe would be naysayers or people who are negative or people who don't believe that God could actually do what he's meant to do. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, it's important that we obviously go to the word of God, right? Um, But also be cognizant of the people that we have in our space, right? And the kind of people that we have. I remember there was a time, I'm giving away, Things that I shouldn't be saying anyway. So back in the day when I was still in high school, um, I was I was naughty at some point. It was literally for like six months, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Not even, I don't even think it was a full six months. But there was a time when I was quite naughty. And my mom got very upset. And she gave me that very word that you've just given me, right? That mm. you must be very, um, the, the bad company yeah. will corrupt you as a person, yeah. right? And I didn't, I don't think I understood it then, but now it's very clear. Yeah. But in our topic, you speak about the good company or the kind of company that you keep in mm. your miracle room. Yeah. What is our miracle room? Everyone who is living and is a believer is believing God for something. Mm-hmm. And at times when we believe God for something, the next person would think your dream is too big you know, or what you believe in God for is, quote unquote, impossible. So what you are believing God for creates that sacred space, which I call your miracle room. Mm. 
And in that miracle room, it is very important the type of company that you keep in that room Mm -hmm. for God to move. Um, At times, God will permit only that select few people into your miracle room. People who are like-minded individuals, people who believe the way you believe, you know, who believe God for the impossible. So whatever you are believing God for, you have already created a space or a sacred space that we Mm -hmm. will call this morning your miracle room. That is your miracle room. And how the miracle room, how you interact in the miracle room is important. The, the type of language that you speak in your miracle room is important. Because at times we believe God in our minds, but our mouths will betray us. Mm. You know, we, we believe God to do the impossible. But what we say with our mouths now is the contrary of what we believe God for. Mm-hmm. But when you have like-minded individuals, they will always bring you back to say, no, Mpo. You had asked God for this, and we are all in this room praying and believing God, Guti. He will do it for you. We are not people who are going to um, question, Guti, has God ever done it for a black woman? Do you think he would do it for you? Has God ever done it for a young person like you? Do you think he really? No, no, no. We are not in the room to question what you believe God for, Mm -hmm. but we're in the room to support you on what you believe God for. That is what the miracle room is. In conversation with Mporaka Kule, who is a preacher and motivational speaker, we are speaking about the company that you keep. <laughs> Very important that. But also the company that you're keeping in your miracle room. And you can give us a call, of course. Comments, questions, 0861 You can also drop us an X at PowerFM987 at Sekhomoachi underscore. Do remember that um, you are more than welcome to always take part um, in these conversations. And, you know, Sister Paul, the Bible, of course, encourages us to keep company of, with people that are like-minded, right? To yeah. yoke each other. What does the Bible say? Equally yoked. Equal, equally yoked, right? Yeah. But how do we even begin to discern who is for us and who is not? The scary thing that I often do, especially at the beginning of the year, in my prayers, right, is to pray and ask God to please show me the people who are for me and the people who are not. The people I'm supposed to be with and the people that I'm not supposed to be with. And then the people disappear. <laughs> right? People and then it's start, painful. And it's painful, right? Because <laughs> you're just watching this thing happening. But how do we discern that, yeah, Sister Mpo and I, we click. Deniko and I, maybe not so much. Mm. <laughs> I'm just joking, Deniko. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, make the example as to how do I discern that, Yes, this is the person that I'm, I, I can be with or keep company with. And this other person is a no-go. How you detect the type of people who are welcome in your miracle room is what they say. Mm-hmm. I, want you take, I want to take you to a story, um, the story of Jairus, the, the synagogue leader. You see, in the story of Jairus, um, the, the story goes, let me paraphrase and say this. His daughter was dying at home. He came to Jesus to come and tell Jesus, please come and assist me because my daughter is dying at home. The people from his house come to where he is with Jesus, the miracle room. And what they say is that why bother the teacher any longer? Because your daughter is not living, but is now dead. You left her dying or sick, but now has become dead. So the situation has moved from bad to worse. So don't go and ask for assistance for something. It's a feeling. So now what, how we detect or discern the type of people that we need in your miracle room. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, take no thought of what this man has said. 
only believe. How you discern the type of people that are welcome in your miracle room is what do they say in the midst of the darkest hour of you trying to um, or, be, or God trying to move in your in your miracle space? What is it? What language do they speak? You know, are they negative people? Are they people who are full of doubt or are they people full of faith? The people who believe God that can move mountains for you. So. If that person is not like-minded like you, that is a type of person that you don't need in your miracle room. Mm. So how do you discern that that person is the relevant person? And I like the prayer that you make. Nkosi, reveal who is welcome in my space. Mm. Who is going to motivate me to push me forward for me to propel to, to my next level? And who's going to drag me down? You know, and when he removes those people, I want to believe that Jairus was in the space of thinking, hey, go see, but this is a trusted man in my house. And now you are telling me to shut him out. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what we do when people are not are not supporting what we believe God for. They are defiling this miracle space that we want to create. And therefore, uh, by their language, by how they they communicate and how they talk about your issue, that tells you to they are with you or against you. It's 8.30 and we'll continue our conversation with System Post straight after news headlines. Spiritual wellness. It's 20 minutes to the top of the hour. We've now brought into the conversation Newo Mudihapula, right? Who's from Pampiristat, just by the way. <laughs> I have to mention it because um, we just like had a conversation in the, in the room about where we are each from. And we family, like this family just keeps growing because we all know somebody elsewhere, you know, in I've got family in Bampirstad, where Mpo's family is, I'm literally a street away, possibly from there, you know, we're one big family so right yeah. now. But Newo is the founder and host of Gospel Chats with Newo. And Newo says that he's a certified gospel groovist. <laughs> Hello, Newo, how are you? Good thing, Liga. Good thing. Gospel groovist. Yeah. What do you what What do you do? What do I do? How do you live your best life as a gospel groovist? I think it's through going to live recordings or gospel events. Uh, mm-hmm. It came. This name came about a year ago. Where I could just be at gospel shows back to back from Friday to Saturday, or sure. Friday Sunday, different provinces and weekends. We'll just be traveling. So I said, no man. Let me just twist things out. You're a groovist <laughs> for the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So how did you then start your gospel music blogging? Uh, I think it started just prior the COVID. We started on Instagram and all of that. And I met a few friends who said, no, man, let's just twist things and go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it started growing up slowly. Even now we are still growing because we don't want to cut corners and do what others are doing we're just going on our own pace mm-hmm. and so how has it grown and how do you think it has grown what has made it grow really i i think uh i've built uh, a reliable content where even anything any news related to gospel that's when let's verify with Neo Fest or whatsoever. Nice. Or when it comes to anything that comes to gospel events, the shows, the recordings, or maybe when it comes to the band members and all other men who's playing for this one. And all. Because now I, I've built access and then I can say, hey, 
there's what's happening and then it's just like being the news mm-hmm. of uh, the entertainment in the gospel space. Okay, so you're not just focusing on the music. No, it's not of, only the music. Okay. We are just trying to be this uh to website where we are just dealing with gospel things in J mm-hmm. because we, I believe we don't get much coverage. It's only on Sunday where you'll just hear gospel music playing between six and nine. <laughs> After that it's sold. <laughs> I don't know why you have to like pick that point. <laughs> you think it needs to change, of course. I think so. I think so, especially when it comes to mainstream media. Yeah. Okay. Because mm. And every time, right? Like every yeah. single day. Yes. And I think that's why in my car, most of the time I'm only playing gospel music. Like Monday to Sunday. Right? It's just gospel <laughs> music. But how has how have you how has your relationship with God um, Neo assisted you to come up with these kind of ideas, you know, to want to be the person that people go to um, for the gospel news, but also to be able to interview gospel artists. Oh, well, it's it has been a challenge to me personally on mm-hmm. my personal space because now you need to to stay rooted because if you look at other things, you find horror, like people are just doing things for for numbers and all of that. But then we need to love one another in, in the space that we are in. That's what the, the Bible says. Well, that's the greatest rule that Jesus said, love as you love yourself. So for me to be able to do what I'm doing is just because I need to, my surroundings, it all needs to be about positivity. Mm-hmm. And this links up then, Sister Paul, with what you were saying, right? To have people that you surround yourself with that have got the same vision that you have, but also that are positive yeah. in what in, in, in your miracle room, the way that you've put it, right? Yeah. It's a very important aspect of our lives. And you know, now Sister Mpoba is saying that in your miracle room you must have people that you can trust, mm. right? And people that you can pray with. People that are the same as you, like minded as you. How have you been able to do that with yeah. your business? That that I think that that's one department that where I felt like I needed to be to be strong in because I do have people that I always guys I'm I'm feeling fatigued I'm feeling like things are falling apart but they could say man get up we are in with you mm-hmm. we are praying with you we are partnering with you in prayer everything I think it's it's always good to to have those people when you are down they keep saying even if you are down. We will pray for you to get up. And how do we choose that company, Sister Mpo? Uh, now it just provoked the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about um, in the book of Luke 5, it talks about um, a paralyzed man who was assisted by his friends to get healing from God, from Jesus. So we learn from, from that, those type of stories that um, when you are feeling down and out, mm-hmm. you know, when you are feeling that you can't do this anymore, like you you are sick you feel like you're being paralyzed or you are exhausted you know but you've got that small company of people who are saying no dude we're not going to allow you mm. just to mm. fall apart mm. you know we're going to carry you through the door if are through the door then we're coming through the roof mm. but we'll do anything and everything to ensure that when you get your healing mm. Mm. yeah and that's so important right to have you know that small group of people? You don't even have to have a large group of no. people. No, right? No. It can be as small as possible. And those are the people that you turn to when things are not going so well. But, you know, now for you, when you think about your YouTube channel, 
what are you hoping to give people and what would you like for people to take out of it when they watch it? Uh, I I think with me, I always tell my, my guests that like, I, I want to create a safe environment for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I want people to be able to relate to. I always say, like, don't come with the celebrity mentality because mm-hmm. it's going to destroy the the relationship or the oneness that we want to build amongst us where we are saying, let it be easy for your fan to get rich to you because People are busy and all of that, and sometimes you find what like uh, it's not easy for Ntogozom Bambu to come to a small platform like mine or your Bishop Benjamin to where. But then it it says like we want to show people like anything is possible. It doesn't matter how big or how small the platform is. But then what we want to do is to spread the gospel. I love that you say anything is possible, right? Because God is in the center of it all. So anything is definitely possible. And you speak about your interview with Pastor Benjamin Dube. It was big on the socials. It really went big on the socials. What do you think made it so attractive for people to watch? It's uh, not because of Pastor Benjamin Dube. Well, we, well <laughs> I think we were just shooting it will air it this coming week. Uh, well, it was, I think it was big because of his status mm-hmm. in the music space. Uh, he's been doing this for years. Yeah. He doesn't need a small platform for, for to uplift him or whatsoever. Mm. But then it spoke about his character as a human being. Uh, I've had your Ntokozo, I've had your Jabushongwani, your Nabagazim Somi. Those are the big names in the mm. gospel space. But then for me to sit down with them, because we talk for like two hours or one hour, so it it says a lot to to people about the platform that I want to create. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And do you find this might be a little bit controversial, but do you find that gospel artists see themselves as celebrities? Yes, because most of them they have ego, they have pride. Mm. Sorry to say this on that, guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's said now. <laughs> You've said it. <laughs> no, but that, that's the truth because we deal with these things every day. Mm. So you find out, no, I can't come to that. How many numbers do you have? I've never received such a question from uh, the big names that I can mention. Like they say, oh, where do you shoot? What time? What When When can we get there? Mm. Hmm. So those are the kind of questions that you get? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> because you, you find out like how many... Subscribers do we have on your channel? Uh, uh, who's gonna be watching and all of that? Your numbers on socials. So we are saying, hey, it's it's a bit tricky because mm. you, we are trying to say these numbers are good. Uh, it's good to have big numbers and all of that. But then having to touch one soul through whatever you are saying, I think that's what matters the most. Mm. It was just a, a one thing that. Uh, uh, Jesus forgot about all the 99 and then he went to look for the one ship mm-hmm. I mean if I have 99 ships why would I go to look for another one exactly. <laughs> you happy with the 99 yes. but he was not happy Yeah, he went to look for that one he wanted the, that very yes. one and Sister Mpo you know there's a way that we obviously have and I suppose it somehow links up as well to what Noah has said that we, we, ha- we, we choose people to come into our space never chooses who he wants to interview. But how do we find a way to change their mentality 
without showing it and without forsaking them um, in some kind of way, but also making them understand, like, you know, guys, you're a human being. Mm. You know, I'm human. I'm going to make my mistakes, even though I've brought you into my space. You must understand that I'm also going to make my mistakes. Um, you know, in the in the in the miracle room that we're talking about this morning, mm. um, what I want you to 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 sit back and look at is that at times Jesus would kick people out, but at times he would perform the miracle in the midst of the people, mm. and. He's not saying anything to the people who are naysayers or negative or doubting the ability of him performing whatever he wants to perform. Mm. But he he gives them an audience. He allows them to observe, you know, what he wants to do in that space. And um, I believe that by faith, those people will observe to think, oh, okay, in my heart, I was doubtful in my heart. I never thought this would be possible. But because I saw Jesus doing it for this person, mm. it automatically changes the perspective of us who are audience looking into um, into the miracle room. So I'm not saying that the miracle room does not permit people to get in, but it does give other people an audience and it maybe encourages them to propel also and believe God for 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 more. Like Neo is saying is that, you know, everybody starts small, you mm -hmm. know, and at times when you're small, people don't take you seriously. But because you're you you've created an atmosphere that says, no, no, we begin small, but mm. you know, you encourage those little people who are thinking, ah, Neo, what are you trying to do being a gospel groovist, you know, but look at what he's doing today, you know. Um, so give people an audience, even in the miracle room, uh, permit them not to talk if they're going to speak negativity, but allow what you are going through your process with God to minister and preach to them so that their perspective changes as well. Love that. Now, what are the plans for the, ch oh, before that, who was your first big guest? I'm putting big in inverted commas. Sure. Uh, I don't know how to describe big, but I think uh, uh, if we are going to talk about if we are going to talk about the level, I don't know if uh, guys, I'm sorry, but then I'm in the corner now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who was your first guest? My first guest it was uh, Pastor David D. Okay. Yes, oh, that was my first guest. That's lovely. And how did that interview go? And do you think from there it really just grew? Uh, well, the, the first four episodes we did, it, they were a bit shaky because I'm, I'm new into broadcasting and all of that. Mm -hmm. So you had to just to learn how to do things on camera right away. Yeah. So looking back at those days to now, I feel like I've grown and uh, it's, it, we keep on growing. Now, are you also seeing a wave of young people? Actually, question to both of you. Are you seeing a wave of younger people turning to God, perhaps because of your channel? Uh, I, I think so, because now you you want to have that impact where people are coming to Christ through whatever your ministry you are doing. It shouldn't only be about getting to church and all of that, uh, your socials, whatever you post, you need to make sure that people are coming to Christ. But I see every day people, they they, they they enjoy this, even if those who are not within the gospel space, they mm -hmm. say, no, man, we are enjoying this and all of that. Keep it up and we want to pull through. Mm -hmm. Look, um, I think I'll just take it from what Neil said. Um, church is way beyond the four walls of, of 
you know but the church is every platform that god has given you i mean jesus was preaching in the wilderness you know um not only in the synagogues so it tells you that wherever you are given the platform and uh, given um the favor to actually have listenership in that particular platform use it for the glory of the lord because that is what draws young people Mm-hmm. You know, um, young people maybe will not be found in the four walls of the church all the time, but on social media, you'll find them every minute, every mm-hmm. hour. So why not use such platforms to still preach Christ in the midst of them, you know, swiping up and down? Mm. Yeah, And that's what you're hoping to do. Yeah. Swipe onto your channel, right? Yes. <laughs> but what can we expect from you next, um, Neo? Uh, do you have like a list of people that you want to interview? I, I think I do. I mean, your your doctor to me, your Lewis Kobela, your Nguye Kombata, uh, the list is long. Your Lindelani Mkise, your Pastor Mtunzi Namba, your Dr. Rebecca Malope. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the people I believe they've paid, paved the way for us. And it's it always fascinates me having to maybe sit down with them and them, man. When I was young, I was listening to your music. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and remind them of some of the songs that they themselves yeah, might have forgotten, right? Exactly. <laughs> so what's your channel? The name of your channel? It's Gospel Chats with Neo. Gospel Chats. Yes. With Neo. Yes. And that's we, we can find that, of course, YouTube, on YouTube. Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Sure. So you've really stretched out beyond yes. just YouTube. Yes. That is really great. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations and all the best with that. Sistampo, thank you for your time as well this morning. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure having you with us. Now I'm hoping that you and I will collaborate so that the spiritual wellness we can say brought to you by Gospel Church with (laughs) Neo. (laughs) Right, Nico? So that we are able, when when Neo has got a, a, a guest, he says, no, no. You need to go to power as well <laughs> to power weekend break. It's, it's something that we can work on, actually. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much to you both for your time this morning. An absolute pleasure having you with you, of course. Mpora Kakule is a preacher and motivational speaker. And Neo Mudi Hapula is a founder and host of Gospel Chats with Neo. He's also a gospel groovist. What's your next groove? Gathering of Worshippers Pretoria, mm. Dr. Tumi's live recording. Mm. Lovely. When is that? Next week, Saturday. Awesome. You must have fun. But now I'm going to church. That's my next. That's your, first, <laughs> that's your next group. Yes. <laughs> it's an important Aren't group. Aren't we all? It's an important group. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Um, a, an absolute pleasure having both of you with us. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.